Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. God Loves Uganda is the story of, uh, of Uganda explores the role of American evangelical movement in fueling Uganda's terrifying turn towards biblical law and proposed death penalty for homosexuality. Uh, we're going to go right to uh, the director of uh, this wonderful documentary, uh, God Loves Uganda, Roger Ross Williams. Roger, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Well, welcome to Film School. Uh, the film, again, is God Loves Uganda, and it is a remarkable story, kind of a, a, a an intimate look at the same time. It gives you a big picture uh, idea of what is going on in Uganda. Tell us a little bit about your involvement with this project and the prompting of you to do a documentary on Uganda. Yeah, you know, um, well, I grew up in the um, Baptist Church, and my family are all ministers. So when I heard about the work that American fundamentalist evangelicals were doing in Uganda, I was, you know, that's what drew me to the story. The first person I met when I landed in Uganda was actually David Cato. And um, he said, you know, we really need someone to tell the story of the, the damage that American fundamentalists are doing to the LGBT community in, in his country. Yeah, it, and it is. It's damage. And tell us a little bit about IHOP. The... Uh, the International House of Prayer is one of many, many, many um, fundamentalist um, churches working in Uganda. Um, uh, you know, uh, they're by far not the only one. There are many, many of them. And they're, they're um, a mission space, which means they train missionaries to carry out the Great Commission and to spread the word and convert souls. And they have a $30 million a year operating budget, a 1,000 full-time employees, and a 24-hour um, uh, sort of ca- uh, podcast that, that basically um, broadcasts to over, um, well over 110 countries around the world. So their mission is to wipe out sexual sin and usher in the second coming of, of Christ. Yeah, and it's hard to not see this film in in uh, in what's going on in Uganda as part of a a, a bigger picture of uh, increasing um, American involvement uh, politically, militarily, socially in Africa. And uh, one can only assume that this is for um, reasons that are directly related to uh, economic concerns. Um, you see, I mean, I, I, let, let, me, let me step back from that question just a little bit. How do you see this as, as sort of a, a, a bigger picture about what's going on, not just well, in Uganda, well, but across Africa? Yeah, well, across Africa, well, you know, the biggest sort of um, uh, uh, evangelical or Christian movement actually in the world, um, the fastest growing and, and probably even faster growing than Islam is, is a certain form of Christianity called, um, uh, we call dominionism. It means that they believe they have the right to rule over both Christians and non-Christians. And a lot of it is an economic thing, because they come in with money and investment, and they get the attention of leaders in Africa. And they, it's, it's, so it's a business endeavor, as much as it is an endeavor of um, you know, winning souls. And their, their, their goal, really, is to control that country and to control... The, the, the people, and because they're Americans, they have great, you know, what America represents, money, power, wealth. They get people's attention. Yeah, they certainly do, and um, and they have managed in, to enlist a, a lot of um, um, Ugandans um, 
in in this uh, in this quest for for the for the for power really is what it comes down to. And I, I want to just uh, talk a little bit about um, Lou Engel and Reverend Joanna Watson. Uh, and by the way, before I, before you answer that question, I I really want to compliment uh, God Loves Uganda in this in the sense that I thought it was a very even handed presentation of the parties involved. I thought you gave uh, Lou Engel and and uh, Jonah Joanna Watson and all of these people a, a real opportunity to present their case and why they were there and what they were doing. With that with that in mind, please tell us a little bit about these two people. Yeah, well, you know, that was always my goal, was to really, you know, use this film as a dialogue um, between, you know, I mean, we, we have to start talking to each other if we're going to ever, if, it, if, if we're going to ever put an end to this, and it has to start in the, in the church. And um, Lou is a very powerful, powerful evangelical leader in America. He throws huge, massive prayer rallies for thirty to 50,000 people, praying for three things. The, um, the, the you know the evils of homosexuality, um, abortion, and the threat of Islam, and um, you know him he, when he went to Uganda, it was a big message because a lot of Americans um, evangelicals were backing away for PR reasons, even though they were secretly funding and helping efforts in Uganda. Um, you know, so Lou Lou um, has 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 actually ran into the fire and sort of you know sort of. <laughs> fought and stood up for the Ugandan actual, you know, bill. Um, Joanna Watson is much more, it's very complicated in, in that, um, you know, she's someone who's, who believes she um, has sort of adopted a country and her goal is to help them fight sin. Um, but, you know, both Joanna and Lou, as you learn in the film, are fighting their own internal sexual demons. Yes. And that's often the case with um, people who are so rabid against, you know, this kind of thing. Right, and I don't, and I don't know if I've done a, a good enough job to explain the context of, of this film, God Loves Uganda, um, and that is that in in the midst of this um, sort of movement in Uganda to uh, quell, uh, to uh, well, stop any any movement towards uh, equal rights for the gay, lesbian, and transgender communities, they have uh, uh, been pro- they proposed a law that's apparently been in process for in Ugandan legislature uh, for a long time that would essentially make uh, homosexual activity punishable by death. Yeah. And yeah. and and it has been fueled, whether or not this particular legislation has been fueled, I don't know if there's a direct connection, but there's certainly a cultural connection to the involvement on the part of these evangelical uh, people in the country of Uganda. Is that a fair statement? Yes, yes. And, you know, there is a a direct connection to Scott Lively, who um, is an American evangelical who's a very extremist here in America, but he went to Uganda and addressed the parliament for five hours and did a three-day conference on the threat of homosexuality and introduced the idea that Westerners from the gays were coming to um, to Africa to recruit their children and, you know, wipe out humanity. He wrote a book called The Pink Swastika, um, saying that the Nazi movement was a gay movement. This is a very extremist. And he takes credit, and he deserves the credit for actually inspiring. He said, you guys need to come up with legislation to stop this from happening. And he's now being sued in um, federal court in Springfield, Massachusetts, by the CCR, the Center for Constitutional Rights, on behalf of the Ugandan activist Smug. Um, and the judge just ruled that he must stand trial for crimes against humanity for the, what he's done in Uganda. Oh, my goodness. Well, there—okay, well, well— <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I, yeah, good. Uh, I mean, it's good <laughs> yeah. to hear. It's, I mean, and and there are pastors in Uganda, uh, Robert Kai. Kayanja and also Martin Simpa, who uh, runs some of the larger um, churches in uh, Uganda, who preach this kind of uh, hateful um, um, speech. And th- it's interesting. Again, you let these people talk. You give them ample opportunity to explain themselves. No one can say that you have not done this in this film, but that eventually there's a certain truth that emerges in in this film that uh, I think people need to see and in in for themselves but it's remarkable yeah yeah thank you no it, it, um you know Martin Semper is uh he lives really he lives most of the time in Las Vegas Nevada he's married to um you know a, a white um, missionary woman and they uh, and he you know he uses his rhetoric and sort of you know he throws anti-gay rallies and he does this to please his American funders because they're very frustrated because they feel they've lost the culture war here in America. All of them have told me, look, we've lost America as marriage equality is being passed state by state and we're losing the culture war here, but we are winning in Africa thanks to people like Martin Sempa and Robert Kayenja and Julia Soyed and all of these pastors who are basically, you know, doing our bidding in the most extreme way. And while they don't publicly acknowledge that, Privately, they support them. Yeah, well, and also to to uh, fill out the the uh, the frame of this uh, this issue in in uh, Uganda, we also have people like uh, Bishop Christopher Zinyonjo Zinyonjo, who is who was um, who's been the voice of reason from the religious community in in Uganda, but who's who has been excommunicated by his church, I believe. Is that still the case? Absolutely, um, Bishop Christopher is a you know a living saint who is an 82 year old man who ran the Western um, Church of the largest church, the Church of Uganda, the Anglican Church. Um, he ran the Western region of Uganda for 24 years and was well respected. But all he did was um, stand up for the rights of LGBT um, of individuals, and because of that, he lost everything: his pension, they defrocked him. He was living in poverty until the Elton John AIDS Foundation came to his rescue. But, I mean, this is a man who refuses to, he, he believes that the church is open to everyone, and he and his church in Kampala is one of the, it's a tiny little church that he has, and it's one of the few places where um, the LGBTI community, even um, everyone, Manwed um, mothers can go and actually, um, you know, worship. So he has one of the few refuges in that country. Amazing. Just a remarkable film. I'm so sorry we just did not have a lot of time to talk more about it. Uh, I know you're going to be uh, at a screening tonight for uh, God Loves Uganda. Tell us a little bit about that. Yes, we um, we opened in New York. We had an amazing week last week. We're hold, held over. We're in New York, and uh, we're opening tonight in Los Angeles at the Lemley Royal. And we, I will be at both the 5.30 and the 7.50 screenings to do a Q&A with some special guests. Um, so come on down. Oh, man, I'm, this is great. And I'm, I'm grateful for the film. I'm grateful for the opportunity to just have this very brief conversation with I could have talked to you for a lot longer. But I, I know you've got other stuff. I'm so glad to hear you've got a lot of other uh, press lined up for today. And uh, it's it <laughs> yes. deser- well-deserved. Uh, okay. Roger Ross Williams, thank you so much for being uh, a part of Film School today. Uh, the film, again, is God Loves Uganda. Roger Ross Williams, thank you. Thank you.
You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio. 